What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast, and we made it through another great NFL year, boys. Before we leave out, we got to recap Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Eagles, where the Chiefs got the dub. Well, it was a hell of a game. Got the dub 38-35, and as always, before we jump into it, go down, like, and subscribe. These are your hosts. I'm Paul. Pick on one of them, Concha, and I'm joined with. Hey, man, you already know. It's your boy, Big Dog Kev. Water boy, some boy, a.k.a. the Dom T.Y.E., a.k.a. the realest motherfucker on your screen. And, boy, that was a good-ass fucking game. I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoyed every second of it. And it was better to see the Chiefs win and then go back and watch the game because I was looking like, I was worried about this. Yeah. But, no, nah, the Chiefs got hot at a very great point in the game, and it was just fun to watch. How did you enjoy your Super Bowl, homie? Super Bowl was great, bro. I mean, two two best teams definitely in it. Um, I think it really came down all the way to the end. And I, I love a Super Bowl where it's a good comeback. Like, cause at, at halftime, what, what was the score? Like a 24-14, and the Eagles are literally just moving the ball any way they wanted. And I was saying Ooh. Like, outside of that one Jalen Hurts fumble that turned into a touchdown, I was like, yo, this Eagles team is exactly what I expected. from." And, and they had the lead, and I was like, oh, once you have the lead with the Eagles, nothing to worry about. But it was just, you never, ever, ever can count out Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. No, nah, I see it um, on Instagram, Beach Report point, pointed just like, just had Pat Mahomes face and a bunch of um, scores. And it's just like, each and every one of these games, Pat Mahomes won. It was like being down, like being down by the, to the Bills three points with like 50 seconds left. Motherfucking being down to the 49ers by 10. Like so many games. The boys just love to come back all fucking day. But this game was awesome to me just off the fact that like everybody I was watching the game with, because I didn't have no too crazy big a Super Bowl party. I was vibing, chilling, stayed at my house, waited till halftime because I wasn't going to miss that free Riri concert. Oh no, I would never. But and then I went to the um, – I, I met up with some homies at the bar, at the bars, and they was watching. But the game I was watching, I was explaining to them, like, yo, after the first few drives, I was like, I was trying to tell you, we didn't come here to watch defense. Like, this game is about to be crazy. It's about to be a shootout. And you're going to see what number one versus number one really look like. And then after the game, I told them, that's how the Super Bowl is supposed to be played every motherfucking year. Like, they should, the Super Bowl looked like that every year. Maybe change up the last two minutes. Undermineable numbers. And did you see the numbers? 112 or 114 million. I saw it was like 112, 114. And I saw Rihanna had 118 people watching during her yeah. show. So she had more people it, watching her than the game. No, that's fact. But think about it, though. That's 118 tuned in. That's not how many eyeballs are watching the game. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, how many people are at people's house? How many people probably are illegally streaming shit? Like all that shit ain't coming to effect. There was one person at my house, so that's with me. So that's two. That's four. That's that's four eyeballs right there. Two people. I had one, two, three, four people at my house. That's eight eyeballs in one house. And I t- and I went to a bar that had at least maybe ten ten people in there. So that's twenty eyeballs. Like. A lot of motherfuckers were watching this game, and that shows that football is the American sport. It's still king, bro. And ain't nothing in America even touching it. And I'm not trying to get to because people were talking about how soccer is better, and I'm just like, yeah, y'all have a billion people Globally, internationally. 
yeah, you'll have like a billion people in all these countries watching, but I'm also like in the one point that I feel like no one ever brings up, people always bring up like, oh, with soccer, anyone can play anywhere, all you need is the ball. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. you can play on dirt, you can play on gravel, you can play on no one ever brings up like soccer has like a fucking a thousand year head start of a sport than football. <laughs> like I can look up like my grandfather was alive when probably when football got invented. Like right. <laughs> like shit like that like the, the football for it to be where it's at right now and like a thousand years behind soccer like that i'm like will it ever be as big maybe not but like all y'all soccer snobs need to understand like football is relatively new on earth all right and if we're to be already king of, of probably one of the biggest countries in the world well, that's, that's a big deal it's like baki it's like boom baki and them boys like karate they said, come on, now karate is 4,000 years ahead of all martial arts. You don't ever say that you're the king of karate. <laughs> yeah, like, there's always been something before, but, like, I don't want to get into that. That don't matter. That don't matter about the Super Bowl. But the Super Bowl was a good-ass game. Not what I expected at all. I didn't expect, like, I should have known something was going to be up. The very first play of the game, Miles Sanders fumbled the ball, but it went out of bounds. So I was like, okay. But it was just like, it just gave me a bad feeling. Like, the first play of the game, Sanders almost lost that bitch, like, right there. I was like, huh. And then Sanders low-key wasn't on the field much after that. I kept seeing Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. And then, like, Miles Sanders got came in the ball. I don't even remember, but when he caught that ball and it got popped, and he and it, it was a fumble, they, and it was a touchdown, but then it was really an incomplete pass. Ooh. I was like, damn, Sanders, like, two the two times they call upon you, your ass almost fumbled that bitch. In the Super Bowl. And you're on your last year, and you and like and like you, people are expecting him to take a team friendly contract. I don't know if he will or won't, but it's just like after the year he had, I don't know if he's willing to do that. Who knows? They gonna bring up that last game, but I look at this team. This game was awesome. This game was great. This is how you're supposed to play the game. But my biggest takeaway from this, even though they lost, is Jalen Hurts is ready for the moment. Jalen Hurts is a dog. Jay- when he threw that pass over the top to A.J. Brown for that touchdown, I was like, oh, 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 he's not scared of the moment. Yeah, and but outside of that fumble that ended up a touchdown, like he almost played a damn near perfect game. Yeah, like three rushing touchdowns or two rushing touchdowns. In the three rushing touchdowns on 70 yards, 300 passing yards, a touchdown, and like – he wasn't like you said. He wasn't scared of the moment. The defense didn't seem like a problem. I really do think if that one fumble touchdown never happened, like Eagles probably winning this game. Is it? But that's what it takes to lose in the National Football League. It's like a little mistake like that. But I mean, the game itself. Did you? Did you? I mean, did you? I mean, you picked out. You called it shootout. Check. Chiefs winning. Check. Probably being a three to four point game check. Like you hit, you hit almost everything that you said on it. Like, is there anything that happened that you were shocked about, or did this just unfold exactly as you planned? And it, that boy Nick Sirianni crying during the um, national anthem. He's like, "Come on, bro, y'all finna lose by ten. No, I knew he was gonna cry though, because he, he did. He hear his what his warm up is every day. Uh, his warm up every day, the greatest national anthem ever sang in ever was Whitney Houston for the Super Bowl with the Bills back in uh, Jim Kelly's time. Um, mm-hmm. And every morning, he he listens to that. And he says he brings tears to his eye every day. 
to get ready oh, wow. for the day. So then whenever they were doing the national anthem, I was like, I knew he was going to cry. Like, I, I didn't know he was going to cry the way he did. I knew there was going to be a tear down his fucking eye. That nigga's a genius, I guess. Crying gets you in the zone. But I respect the man. A lot of things went down, but I mean, I was shocked a little bit by the penalty, the um, the holding, the defense, the holding penalty from the def- by Bradbury. And I wasn't shocked in a sense because it was a hold. Like he admitted it. Everybody says it was. But like I was just shocked that like the ref kind of called that. I think most time they probably would let that one slide, especially since it's Juju. It's like, bro, you know, he ain't got no take out sheet to catch that one. My biggest issue with that call, I don't care. People are like, oh, well, it wasn't catchable. Okay. That only applies on if it's pass interference. That doesn't matter if it's a holding call. So that, that like, argument's already kind of dead. Dead. My biggest issue with it is they didn't call it all game. And, like, if yeah, you played any true. sport, soccer, basketball, football, hockey, anything, you ever play any sport, you always get the feel for the refs early. Okay, are the refs calling shit or are they not? And it didn't seem like the refs were letting them play all game. So for them to call it on that last play, yes, I do think it was a hold. Yes, it could have been called. But I don't think it was the right call just because if you've been – if you have – just be consistent. That's my thing with refs. Just be consistent. You can call everything, call everything, both sides. Be the asshole that day. Don't call anything. Don't call anything, both sides. Be, be like the fucking wild ref that day. I don't care. But just be consistent so the people on the field know how to play. Don't start changing the rules halfway through because you're no one knows what to do. And then another thing outside of that play, the field fucking sucked. Like that's another big. Thing. Uh, they was changing cleats and all. This field was basically made. There, literally, the headline was: When you watch the Super Bowl this year, if you feel the urge to take out your nine iron, just know it's okay. And it was like because that's the field they're using golf. That's the type of grass they use. They they were making the field to be like PGA Tour grass, like the fairway. So it's a lot more slick. It doesn't hold well. Like I don't. It's so like it was just crazy that like the first time y'all rolled this bitch out, first time ever, is in the Super Bowl. Y'all didn't get this shit a sample run in week nine on some random team. Like y'all rolled this bitch out first time ever for the Super Bowl, and it's just like that was a fucking a terrible idea. What if they rolled that bitch out and Kyler Rose's ankle that, that same game? Oh, wait. people were saying Arizona apparently has a good field. Like, I, I didn't know, but people were like, Arizona is known for, like, a really good field. So, for them to, like, switch it out like that was just kind of crazy. I respect it. But we got to put respect on this Chiefs team. Man. Andy Reid, he had a game plan. Patrick Mahomes, he stayed on it. He could see the little limp on him, but it doesn't matter. He still rushes. But when he gets out the pocket for me, that's what I'd be like, wow, this guy really wants to win. Travis Kelsey early. Because Travis Kelsey ate so much early, they always had to double him. They always had to keep eyes on him. And that's what got other people open. And, um, yeah, and I'm trying to find this little thing. It was a, I wish I would have favored it, but I did. Oh, I found it. I knew I could. Super Bowl win. Kev, you know how I'm so anti-paying running backs? Like, I didn't like mm-hmm. when Zeke got paid. I'm always saying don't pay the running back. Uh, and people are like, oh, Derrick Henry, would you pay him? I'm like, he could be the best fucking running back in the league. I ain't paying him no 20 fucking million a year. And listen to this, Kev. This is the last, was this, like the last 15 Super Bowls. This is the highest salary. So the leading rusher. So they took down who was the leading rusher of the last 14 Super Bowls and took their salary. The highest salary of anyone who won a Super Bowl, the leading rusher, 
2.5 million. Oh, wow. Everyone else, leading rusher, 870K, 890K, 2 million, 1 million, 480K, 900K, 760K. Like, what does that tell you? The teams that win the Super Bowl are not paying 20 million to a fucking running back. And that's why I'm like, okay, you can pay Derrick Henry 20 million. You can pay Dominic Cook 20 million. But whenever you have to pay the other positions that matter a lot more in a, in a game, don't be shocked when you start losing. I think uh, with the holding call, I think RG3 had the best take. Oh, no, or Emmanuel Ocho. I'm not a fan of Ocho, but he did say something funny. It was like, that holding call is the equivalent of going 50 and a 45. Yes, you can pull me over. But are you really going to do it? That's real as fuck. That's actually great. But we got to put respect on this Chiefs team, man. They did their thing out there. Kader, the entire ensemble went crazy. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore scored. Isaiah Pacheco did his fucking thing. They, like you said, they ran the ball. They had to they had to make sure they were controlling the clock, even though they, they got killed on the on the ball on the ball control time. Cause jeez, but um, no possession, whatever you call that timer. But possession, yeah. And also because one of their scores came on like a fumble six, so they had like one less drive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I respect them boys. I respect these boys for just kind of staying up to it. They understood the task and they was ready for the assignment. Yeah, and uh, I mean, last thing on the game, really, I'm just gonna knock off some of our Kev. You ended the year in the playoffs ten and three. I ended eight and five. Kev gets he went double. He went he was the regular season pick winner, and now he's the playoff pick winner. He didn't get the triple crown because he didn't win the weeks. I won the weeks nine to seven too. But Kev, you went. You have two. You're back to back champion. I mean, back last year and this year, back to back champion. And then on my bets, everyone that rode the, the hot hand of the playoffs, we ended seventeen and eight on the regular bets and ten and three on our special bets, which is twenty seven and eleven, which is really like over seventy percent pick rate. The ones that I had right, and I'm just gonna gloat real quick, is like Kev. There was never a doubt. Time of first score under six minutes, plus one twenty, bro. That shit, they that shit cashed in like a minute and a half, bro. That shit was so quick. Um, longest touchdown under thirty nine and a half yards. That was an easy one. That shit, every touchdown came up close. Mahomes under two hundred and ninety seven and a half passing yards cashed it. And Kansas City over one and a half field goals cashed out as well. I knew those points are going to be scored. Two field goals is a guarantee. Nice. And Buckner did miss one. That one was a little scary to me. I was like, fuck. That, that shit was shit because it was like, that had me worried about the last one. It was like, is he really going to go up here and miss this again? <sighs> no, but uh, the game was great. Kansas City, just shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Five years starting NFL. Been in the Super Bowl three years. Won two of them. Been in the chomp, championship game five years. Every year he's ever been in it. Um, like someone pulled up a stat. They were comparing him versus um, Tom Brady first five years. He had like double the yards, double the touchdowns, a little bit less interceptions. The same amount of Super Bowl wins, same amount of Super Bowl appearances. Like it was just like and less MVPs because Tom Brady didn't have any MVP in his first five years. It's gonna be tragic because Brady's gonna get carried to Brady compared to Brady his whole way, like how we do MJ to LeBron. So I'm just doing. I'm hoping he passes, bro. But this was a great one for his resume. You gotta put respect on his team. 
I fucking love him, boys. I'll give it to him. Chiefs fan, I'm happy for y'all. So before we head out, we're going to spend the last five minutes just talking about what's after now. We don't go too deep. I mostly just want to talk about the Eagles. And it's just because of this one take I have. Recall, I want to hear if you think I'm crazy. And then I'll back it up afterwards. I think this is going to be the – I think the Eagles are like a, a one-year thing. I think this was their year. They had a chance to win it all. But they're, they're not going to be this, this, the same caliber team ne- no more next year. I don't, I don't think they're going to be – I think they'll be a playoff type of team. But they'll be fighting with the Cowboys for like for division win type shit. I don't think they're gonna be one of the top echelon teams going down the line. And I love Jalen Hurts, but one of the main reasons for that is there's talks of like Fletcher Cox retiring, the Lane Johnson, the left tackle that was huge, him retiring, the uh, Kelsey Jason Kelsey, him maybe retiring, and then out- he's retired for sure. And then outside of the retirements, then we got free agents. So, Jalen Hurts' team wants to contract extension this year. Jay, outside of that, then you have Javon Hargreed, defensive tackle, all pro, probably one of the best at the position. Free agent this year. Running back Miles Sanders, free agent. Cornerback James Bradbury, free agent. Cornerback C.J. Johnson-Garner, free agent. Line, starting linebacker Kaiser White, free agent. Offensive guard Sumalo, free agent. Safety Marcus Epps, free agent. Defensive end wow. that they traded for Robert Quinn, free agent. Backup quarterback Gardner Minshew, free agent. Defensive tackle Donovan Sua, free agent. Offensive tackle Dillard, free agent. Boston Scott, free agent. Zach Pascal, free agent. Wow, those were all hitters. Like, yes, you can keep A.J. Brown for the next five years. Yes, you can pay Jalen Hurts. But I don't think you can – like, your defense is not going to be the same without Bradbury and C.J. Johnson-Gardner. I don't think you can keep both of them and sign Javon Hargreave, who's going to demand high, high amount of money. He's a top three guy in his position right now. He's going to demand – How much Darius Slay spell left, left on his contract? Okay, a good two years, I think. So he don't want to But then it's like – Okay, you're gonna have to pay some. It's just like you're gonna pay some people the money, but even though if you paid three or five, like I don't care if you pay eighty percent of them the money, the depth is gone. Ask the Rams how much depth matters. Like, like I do, th- they they're in a better position than the Rams though because they have first round picks. Shit, they got two this year. They got the Saints pick, a top ten pick this for the uh this free, uh draft. So like, the potential to stay relevant there, yes, they just have to hit on the draft. I think. Because they're not going to be able to re-sign the same team. Oh, and then defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator, both gone. Both are on different teams now. Both got head coaching jobs. One's the head coach of the Cardinals. One's head coach of the Colts. Oh, that's crazy. Them boys. Oh, wow. And offensive coordinator has been calling plays since the fifth week. Everyone thought Sirianni was. But in reality, it was the offensive coordinator since week five that had Jalen Hurts in his offense cooking. So it's just like. There's just so much writing on the wall to not look at it. That's real shit, though. So, yeah, yeah I did not know they had that many people dipping, like. And no that, one's talking about it. People are talking about people retiring, but no one, I feel like, is talking about the amount of free agents they have available, like, go, like on top of the retirement. There's too many bad things coming. Oh, facts. But what do you think, Chief? What about the Chiefs? See, the Chiefs are in a good position because Patrick Mahomes took such a team-friendly contract, a 10-year deal. He's really only he, 
he's not going to, after these new contracts start coming out, he's going to be that person that isn't getting paid top five QB numbers. You know what I mean? Because, like, after these other ballers are going to be getting their $50 million a year, and then you look back at Patrick Mahomes' 10-year, $500 million, whatever the fuck it was, and you're like, oh, well, he's only making, like, 38 a year. And now they're going to be able to pay Kelsey. They, I mean, you, I thought the wide receivers got a little bit better. No, they didn't have Tyreek anymore, but they had the depth of, like, you had multiple people that will catch the ball now. Like, these, they're not going to have a lot of drops. They're going to have people that can that do their role and do it well. And then the big thing was that you couldn't trap them with Kelsey too anymore. I think that was huge because all last season everybody was playing too high safe, too safety high, and it was chilling. But like, Pacheco, yeah. Once you had all these lower, all these, all these um safety valve threats and these um four or five yard people that can turn it up the field and get that turn that bitch into a twenty yard game. Kadarius Tony now. He that like Kadarius Tony, and he can do it from multiple positions. Like he did it from the punt return. Yeah, I, he literally just sat down and followed his blocks. I've never seen nobody do that so well. At that, that was literally just followed his blocks all the way through. And the only reason why he didn't score is because his block was in the way. Yeah, so I think the Chiefs are in a good position. I really, I think you have a quarterback that took a. It was a crazy deal, and everyone saw it four, three, three years ago or whatever. But now that time has passed, and now we're gonna see what the market's looking like for everybody else. The deal looks fucking great. And then, and then you have a rookie Isaiah Pacheco who looks like you're starting running back for the next two years on a rookie contract. Like, like I and they drafted one of the best uh, centers and Creed Humphrey, who's on a rookie deal still as well. They have a couple vets. The offensive line will have to pay attention to because there's a couple vets that uh, probably is going to age and get older and they might have to replace. But they have first round picks. They didn't waste any picks to go get nobody. Like they can they can do things. So like I just think the Chiefs. Are literally we're watching the Patriot Dynasty get made right now. Right, yes. but this time it's gonna be no cheating. Because what was the one thing Brady did? Take a pay cut, and Patrick yep. Mahomes like he's unbeknownst taking pay cut right here. He took a the biggest contract known to man back in the day, but now we're looking at it like, oh well, y'all got your quarterback is making the eighth most money out of quarterbacks. Like, oh, you're not even getting paid like a top five guy. Like, you know, like. Chiefs are good. Eagles, I could be buying my tongue. I mean, we saw some of the preseason takes age poorly. We saw some age great. So we'll see. We'll see next year how they're doing. But other than that, about the other than that, we I just wanted to hit on that. I just had to get the Eagles shit off my chest. I had to get that before I hear it on first take and on other shows and shit. I had to make sure I put I had to put it in the air real quick. No, that's real shit, man. But hey, man, that's been the at the end of a fucking great Super Bowl of Super Bowl, the end of a great season, man. Fuck it, I enjoyed that shit. So much crazy shit, so many ups and downs. You can't control the NFL. Niggas be trying, individuals be trying to say that is brave, but you can miss me with that bullshit. And Paul hit you with some picks to make some money, man. Yeah, we. I mean, we playoff was hot. I'll be better. I'll be better next year. My best bets, I promise. Props. I'll continue to cook up that magic that y'all love cooking. Hell yeah. But, hey, man, if you didn't know, we don't mind telling your ass again that this has been the Totally Blitz Podcast Mother Trucker. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham, one of them the drunk gambler. You already know it's your boy, Kev, water boy, Savoy, a.k.a. the Don T.Y.E. And me and Paul don't mind to tell you and the motherfucker you love that you's a bitch. 
Got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your passes This ain't not new, and it's season accent All I'm saying is true, you better stop your capping Like you really your ass all in the past Measurements, plug here, let them in Passing out the medicines We've been on that rock star regimen Knowing that I'm heaven sent Higher than I ever been